Okay, <clears throat> before we go further in the Masil Sasharim, I just want to expound a drop on a point that we mentioned yesterday and try to build out of it some deep yesodot. And hopefully we'll have the Siyad and the Shemaya to explain the Amkis clearly. Okay, so a quick recap. Yesterday we said from the Pirush of Rabdon, that he said that a person, although a person has to constantly be growing, and growing is sometimes challenging and difficult, and a person has to make changes in his life. And making changes in his life is not exactly the easiest thing to do. But a person at the same time that he has to be growing and changing and developing and even trying to keep halacha properly, it could sometimes be very stressful for a human being. And he has to know his abilities, he has to know what his level is, what he can handle, and he's not allowed to bring upon himself stress, anxiety in a way that's unhealthy for him. And that's what he spoke out yesterday, that the Mesilah Yisharim said, precious as much as it is an extremely important thing, that a person should be poresh from Taifas Olam Hazer, it's extremely important, because if a person allows himself to indulge in Olam Hazer, he's putting himself into a matziv of sakana. He puts himself into a matzav of sakana. Yet, medayik the lashon and mesil sishorim that he should only do it kifitivo according to his nature, not to overdo it. Every person has a different nature. Every person has to know his nature, and he has to know what he can handle. And even if you want to change and grow, you have to go a little bit slow. Now, I want to bring out a point from a Goyen, which is a very fundamental point on this Inyan. Okay, so pay good attention. Levi, you're paying attention. Kohen, big zechus. We have a Kohen here today. Two Kohanim, three Kohanim. Wow. Okay. So now, there's a Goyen in the Sefer Evan Shlemo. Does anybody know the Sefer Evan Shlemo? You ever heard of it? This is a Torah Hagra put together by his student, famous student, Rav Shmuel Molta. Okay? So when Evan Shlemi writes like this, pay good attention. Hayetzer Hara, this is if you want to look it up, Perek Dalit, Oistez Zayin. Okay? Hayetzer Hara, Bal Ba Al Ha'adam B'Shtetanot. Yetzirah manipulates you to sin in two ways. Okay? If you want to take all the trappings of your Yetzirah, if you're a religious boy, okay? And you're not be'etzim ignorant and you want to do the right things, but the Yetzirah somehow manages to knock you out. How does he work? How does he manipulate you? Ahat... One form of manipulation that the Yetzirah does to you is, Sha'avodat Hashem 
the service of Hashem, it's way too difficult. Can't handle it. It's too intense. You know? It's too fanatical. It's not real. It's not realistic. It's just too much to handle. Okay? We're going to talk a lot about this one. A lot. Today, tomorrow. It's a lot you have to know about this. Okay? Second one, which maybe we're a little bit more familiar with sometimes, we identify with it quickly, is Shemar Lohetev. It's Moira Hetev. You think it's Asr? No, it's really Mutter. Moira Hetev. Okay? So either he shows you that it's too intense, too difficult, not achievable, it's going against your nature, it's stressful, it's not good. It's one Mahalach. And one Mahalach is that he tells you that it is mutter what you're trying to do, and it's really not mutter. Okay? You got that, kids? Clear? Are we clear? So now I'm going to tell you a little bit what Shmuel Maltzan says on the bottom. Tvorim amukim ma'oid. Wow, we got a lot of kahanim today. Baruch Hashem. Okay, so he says like this. V'ikar bet hata'anot ba le'adam both these forms of manipulation that the Yitzhahara uses on you to get you to sin comes from your lack of knowledge of Tata. Okay? Now, okay, you could say maybe Moira Hetter comes from a lack of knowledge of Torah. If you really knew the Halachot, so then, you would be careful not to make up a fake halacha, you know? Yeah, this has to be mutter, 100%, can't be asur. You never cracked a book in your life. You know, you make up some baba mices. You make up some, what we call, boich, boich You know what boich are? Sevarot, that come from your stomach. You understand? You make up a boich Okay, we said that. So if you knew the halacha, it's very, very clear, you would know what exactly is mutter, what exactly is asur. You won't be able to be more hatim. But how does knowledge of Torah help you with the Yitzhahara telling you that Avodah Hashem is too much? It's so stressful. It's just not a abil- I have no abilities to deal with it. It's too much for me. How does the knowledge of Allah help with that? It's a good question, Shalu. Says like this. Unbelievable thing. He says, Kitamid mechachin lo sefekot. A person always has questions in halacha that come up in your life. That means even if a person knows uh, the basic halachas, but at the end of the day in our modern world and in our modern life, questions come up. Is it asr is it mutter? Constantly, right? But because you're not knowledgeable in the Torah. Tzarich la'achmir b'chol davar tamid. You always have to be machmir. Because you don't know if it's mutter. Valken, kashelo la'amod ba'avodat Hashem. So now, avoidance Hashem is very difficult. Because everything is awesome. Ukebash ha'kosem kol ha'moisif gareya. And he brings other things over here. And then he says... If a person is machmer tomid, yovoi alidei ze lakar sakol. He's going to end up breaking all the halachot because it's going to be too much for him. Okay? 
Then he goes further and he starts to explain deep things. Shmuel Maltzan, you know, he's a deep man. And he starts to show, I'm not going to take you through the whole piece, it's extremely long and it's like an extensive halachic discourse. But he basically shows you, I'll give you just like one example. Let's say a person has a fire that breaks out in his house. And now his property is going to get ruined. That taiva for money is so strong, right? That it's going to force him and push him to Mechal Shabbos and put out the fire. But if he would only know the halacha very well, that Torah itself has a built-in way of dealing with the problem. And the halacha is if you put water around... And when the fire reaches the water, the fire will go out by itself, then it's mutar. If this guy would know the halakha, that there's a way to save your money on Shabbat, in a Torah way, then he wouldn't come to be Mechal Shabbos. That means the, the taiva is very strong for certain things. And even the Torah asked us, it asked us, but always gave us a way how to do things properly. So knowledge of Torah gives you a balance. You gotta chop this. Torah is not coming to uproot the human being. The Torah is teaching you how to balance the human being. And work with his kochot anefesh in the right way, and in his this discourse over here is explaining how if you would really know the halakha, you would know that almost in every single thing that's also there is a way to do it better. And it helps for business laws, and it helps for Shabbos, and all these kind of things. So basically saying is, a person who's lacking knowledge of Torah, he just knows Shabbat Asur. Business you can't steal, you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't do this, you can't do that. He doesn't know what's right, what's wrong, he has to be machman and everything. What happens is he's fighting with his koiches nefesh. He's fighting with his taiva inside. The taiva inside, together with the HR saying, Hajj, this thing is way too difficult. To be a yeshiva bacha, to be a ben Torah, to be a tamir hacham, to be a... Yoter midai kasher. It's Too intense. Then what does he do? He just throws the whole thing in the garbage and he ends up breaking the Torah. That's what he says over here. So here again you see, like we spoke yesterday, the Torah is not supposed to be stressful or destroying your inner self is working with the human being. Okay? But I'm going to bring it out a little bit today. There's another Chazal that's very, very similar to what Rav Shmuel Maltzan is working with. It's a very, very unbelievable Chazal. And I'm going to tell it to you over. It's very similar. The way Rav Don Segel is touching it up, it's very similar but it's a very important point, and I think we all have to know this rule because we're all in the business of growing. And sometimes we're afraid to grow. We are a regular kid, and we enjoy life the way a regular kid enjoys life. But at the same time, when yeshiva and we hear about Torah and growing, kamichakam, ben Torah, ba ba ba, so your Yetzirah starts to tell you that you better be careful. Because this life of Ben Torah, this life of Yeshiva man, this life of Kolel is way too intense for you. This is, you can't handle this. Because you have a natural desire and enjoyment for the finer things in life. 
you have certain desires. And you know that if you become a Ben Torah, ah, not Negeya. So it's gonna break your, 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 your natural self. You can't, you, you can't do it. You know, once I asked the guy, I said, why don't you put on a hat? You know, just I'm asking, like, why don't you want to put on a hat? You learn all day, you do everything. You, you, it's not like you're, you're a starker guy, you know? You come to the chakras, you even come to Musad. Right? Today it's not even come to Musad, we have a full house, you know? But the guy, he comes to Musad, he comes to Shachrit, he comes to first Seder, second Seder, night Seder, he's learning. Basically, a full-fledged Ben Torah, you know, you might as well, you know, do the thing right. He said, no, no, because when I put that hat, that now gives me like a tsuru that I'm pressured, like now I can't do anything else. Because you can't do certain things if you're wearing that hat, you know. So, like, I, I, it confines me to be officially within myself, Chal, that I am a Ben Torah and I have to be a different kind of guy. And that, uh, that I learned, I'll do, I'll do things, but I can't label myself or constrict myself or confine myself or, you know, feel like I can't do the other things if I wanted to, right? So sometimes this is like very similar in this Yetzirah, where the Yetzirah is telling you, too hard, too difficult, going against your nature. Be careful. Don't lock in. You know, you can learn for now because if any second you want, you want to go to work, no problem. Any second you want, you want to jump into the money world, no problem. If you want to go to a baseball game, no problem. You don't wear a hat anyway. What's the difference? You know, you know, you're, you're open. You have your, 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 it's open for you and you can learn if you want to learn, but stress free, pressure free. You know, you still got the best of both worlds. Right? So this is like what the going is saying. It's always telling you you can't do it like that. But really, in, in actuality, if a person is a true Ben Torah, then there's no stress in his life at all. And not because he doesn't have Yetzirah and Tivus for the finer things in life and whatever it may be. Not because he's clueless, but because he channels. He's able to channel his personality and his Koyach Nefesh in a way that it gets fulfilled. And he doesn't have the desire. He's comfortable in his own skin. But the Torah is designed to make this world comfortable in your own skin in a holy way. Now watch how he brings it out, okay? You following? It's a very deep point I'm saying. If anybody's not clear, raise your hand, I'll explain it better. But let me try to read it from here a little bit. My point is that you should get deep things. In the Vads over here we give deep things, but we try to make them clear, Okay? So if you have a struggle with it, let me know, okay? Some of you have been around me for a long time, so you know my style. Some of you are a little bit new, so I want to make sure everybody gets avkis, okay? So where he brings down over here? You listening? Yehuda, you listening? Okay. He says like this. You listening to this chazal? This is a chazal in Bayikri Rabba. says like this. Rab Abba ve Rab Yonason b'shem Rab Levi Omar Yoter mema she'asalti lecha itarti lecha More than what I forbid to you I made mutar to you And it goes through a whole list Dam hanida asarti I asked dam nida Hitarti lecha dam besul Asarti lecha eshet ish Hitarti lecha eshet shvuya Eshet ach Hitarti lecha eshet ayevoma Eshet Isha vesa, choyse bechayeya, 
Hitarti lachamisa. Levishas kalayim. Hitarti lachasadim besitzes. Bosa chazir. Hitarti lachadag shishmoy shibuta. We've got a whole list of things over here. I'm not going to go through each one, what they are exactly. But basically, in each thing that there's an iser, there's a heter there. Okay? So basically, Hashem say, calm down. Okay? Don't get nervous. I know I asked you damnida, but I gave you a heter. I know I asked you ancient dish, but I gave you a heter. I know I asked you kalayim, but I gave you a heter. I know I asked you this, but I gave you a heter. So just, just, just relax. Even more heterim than there are isurim. Just chill. Right? It's funny chazal. Like, why is Hashem trying to calm us down over here, right? So, comes Rabdan and he says, and he gives a mashal to explain it. And his main point over here in this Hagor, Rabdan wants to tell us, that don't think that precious abstaining from desires of this world is only for the purpose of getting olam haba. Meaning, if you don't, if you abstain from tithes in this world, it will protect you from falling into avarice, protects you from falling into avarice, or go to olam haba. No. Mistake. Being purish from tithes will give you a healthier, better, more gishmak quality of life of olam hazeh. That's nice. And he gives a muscle. He says the marshal of a guy, he was a rich guy, he's not a shamatar of mitzvahs, he's a regular IGA, he's a regular mainstream guy, you know, jet set, you know what jet set is? The regular guy, right? And he has flus, he has money, exactly. And then he has a kid, the guy's spending money, he's going here, he's partying, he's eating, he's in restaurants, he's in clubs, he's in guys all over the house, he's living it up. He's got money, he's got tithes at his fingertips, he can do whatever he wants. Guy is in Olam Haze. Okay? The father comes over to the kid and he says, listen to me. Listen to me. He says, listen, I'm all about enjoying this life too. You know, he's not a shame of Torah mitzvahs. He doesn't know anything about Olam Haba. So I'm all about enjoying this life. But let me warn you. If you go nuts and you eat like without a cheshbin, you're going to get sick. You're going to get diabetes. You're going to get high blood pressure. You're going to get cholesterol. Before you know it, you're going to be as dead as you can. You're going to not just die. You're going to die a slow, painful death. If you're going to run after typhus nausea, there's a hundred diseases that come along with that thing. Right? He basically tells him, listen to me. We're all about enjoying this world. But everything has to have a balance. Everything has to have an amount it has to be done properly. There is an element of precious that's necessary for you to have a healthy, happy, uh, productive, enjoying life. That's the way the world was built. If you go excessive, you're done. Excessive means addictions. Excessive means problems. Excessive means sickness. Excessive doesn't work. You gotta have some self-control. You gotta have some red lines that you don't cross. That's what he told this kid, right? See, that's his muscle. He says the Torah understands how a person could be happy, healthy, productive, a, a, a good person while he is human. He is human too. 
He has desires. He has enjoyment from Olam Azeh. But how do you enjoy Olam Azeh in a way that's productive? Productive for you in a healthy way. Productive for you in a way that can help you get Olam Haba. Productive. Enjoy life in a productive way. That's what Hashem is telling you. I didn't just usher things and say, listen, you must be a Buddhist, abstain. No. I'm training you because I created the world and I created reality and I know what's healthy for you and what's not healthy for you in a healthy way and in a healthy spiritual way. That's his point. He says, Sha'af. He says, Ella. There's a concept of precious from Olam Hazeh for an Olam Hazeh life. This is what Chazal is telling you. Don't think Torah is going to take away your quality of life. It's going to take away your enjoyment in life. Take away your, your being, uh, feeling like that you can express your, 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 uh, different emotions and feelings and, and talents. Don't think it takes it away from you. No. It's the opposite. It gives you both. There's a proper measurement. If you pass the measurement, you can be mafsed oilam hazeh as well. Besides oilam haboy, you can be mafsed oilam hazeh. Okay? So it says, Hashem knew the yotzer adam. Hashem knows exactly what is the right measurement to enjoy life and how to enjoy it. Here's a very, very key point which I think we all have to kind of like think deeply into it and understand it. It's like Chazal says, if a person wants to study Torah, pat ba melech tochal, he should be even able, doesn't mean he has to do it actually, but he has to be able, if the circumstances require it, that he should eat a piece of bread with some salt, a little bit of water, sleep on the ground, right? That means a person's dedication to Torah has to be in such a way that even if he has no gashmias at all, he should be able to dedicate his life to Torah and it shouldn't be able to get in the way. And then it says in the Mishnah, if you do it, It'll be great for you in this world and it'll be even better for you in the next world. So we understand that I'll give away all my Gashmias, all my Olam Hazer, all my Taivas. I'll have a better Olam Haba, but I'll have a stinky Olam Hazer. But the Mishnah says, no! That means, again, remember, the Mishnah doesn't mean sleep on the floor. It means that your, your interaction with Gashmis is in such a healthy way that if it would be necessary to sleep on the floor, it wouldn't kill you. If your interaction with Olam Hazer is in not healthy way, then if a guy takes away your steak sandwich and he takes away your bed, you would snap. You understand? But if your interaction with Olam Hazem, take a teeth up shot in a Mishnah. If your interaction with Olam Hazem, you're not sleeping on the floor right now, you're sleeping on a bed. If your interaction with Olam Hazem 
is in a healthy way the way the Torah teaches you how to have that interaction, that if the situation would come, that the Gashmis wouldn't be there, you would be able to live with it, without it. Because your life is a much healthier, happier life if your interaction <laughs> with Olam is like this. Ashrecha Olam doesn't mean Chacham Eliezer thinks he's so smart, he learned the BMG, he didn't have the, the olive base from the chat. It means, not Ashrecha Olam if you're sleeping on the floor, it's Ashrecha Olam Hazeh. Doesn't this come chat? Ashrecha Olam means if your interaction with Olam is in such a way that you can sleep on the floor to, if the, the, the situation arises. Ashrecha Boilam Even your bed is good. Huh? You mask him? Yeah. Come on, come on, fight with me. I'll, I'll whip you right down, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can just end off here. We can an- answer a question that Mayor and uh, Yaakov, I think it was yesterday, Yaakov 2.0 over here, asked yesterday, what's up, Sean? The Mishnah, they said I asked the question five years ago, I don't remember. That it says in the Mishnah, my whole life, I was living amongst the great people. I found that the healthiest thing for the body is learning how to shut your mouth. So, okay, it could be it's true, but that was the thing by living amongst the Gedolim, you figured this out, right? Like, like if you didn't live amongst the Gedolim, you would never figure this out, right? They said I asked that question. I didn't remember what I answered. You're supposed to look it up. But with what we're saying, maybe the oymik is like this. What I learned from the Chachomim is that the Torah way is the healthiest thing for the body. Oilam Hazeh. You're looking for Oilam Hazeh. I'm also looking for Oilam Hazeh. I love Oilam Hazeh. I love Oilam Hazeh more than you. But my Oilam Hazeh doesn't come from a Lamborghini Urus. You got it? Lamborghini Urus comes with a lot of problems. I love Gashmias and Olam Hazeh. Wow. You understand? But I'm going to follow the Torah way how to do that. Torah is not here to destroy your Atmias and your Olam Hazeh. It's to train you how to do it. You got it? We'll stop here for today.